everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the 12 Questions Podcast. My name is Jeff Gluck. I'm a motorsports writer for The Athletic. And each week, I ask the same 12 questions to a different race car driver. Up next is Tyler Reddick, who is in his first season driving for 2311 after spending his first three years in the Cup Series at Richard Childress Racing. And of course, if you know anything about Tyler, he is a unique individual um, is not going to give you the same answers that everybody else gives. He sees things a little bit differently, but a fun personality. I've enjoyed getting to know him a little bit over the years. So let's go ahead and take a listen to our interview. All right, everybody. I'm here with Tyler Reddick and uh, we've been, I mean, I've done 12 questions for 14 years now or something, but this is the first one I've ever done while sitting in a beanbag chair. I don't think I'm supposed to be leaning back as you're, you're sitting up in the beanbag chair. Well, I'm shorter, so... I feel like I I look lazy right now, but um, no, you but, look relaxed. Yeah, I am relaxed. If, like I said, if you had a pillow behind your head, I could. Yeah, if I walked away, I feel like you'd be asleep in <laughs> ten minutes. Yeah, this is very nice. So thanks for the hospitality. And uh, the first question is: You must pick one chore or obligation to do every day for a year. But if you make it the entire year doing this, you never have to do it again for the rest of your life. So what would you like to pick? I guess I I, I need some some definitions like so. Like if I were to say clean my house every day right. for a year, does that mean like I have to clean every square inch of it every day for a year? Uh, or how'd that work? I think the, the magic genie who does this, it would be, you'd have to have that conversation with them. But if you just yeah. said picking my house up, you could say pick it up. There it is. You know? Yes. No, that's it. Organ- yeah. If I could organize my house every day for a year and never have to do it again, I could get so much more done. That's yeah. what that's what's then it's every be. day all the toys are picked yeah. up. No, that's what I, that's it's got to do with my little man. Well, that's that's <laughs> yeah. the Oh, I understand completely where you're yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Um <laughs> a babysitter, he was hanging out with a babysitter the um the other day and um I, I was gone, but I walked in the house and looked like a bomb went off. <laughs> and like the babysitter helped him get like out every every little thing, play with it, whatever. And then just left. Didn't put any of it away. <laughs> just left. The house was destroyed. It was almost like no one was actually watching my kid oh, the entire okay. day. It was, yeah. oh man, it was bad. <laughs> it's nice when you can make the mess and then just leave. And yeah, leave right. To do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can you describe how you are as a passenger in a streetcar? I'm never really a passenger in a streetcar often. Like if I'm riding in the car with Bybee, I fall asleep. Oh, yeah. Um, honestly, if, if I'm like in a rental car, and someone like if if uh, if my fiance Alexa is driving the rental car and I'm not, I I will fall right asleep. I don't care. But if she's like driving around one of one of our cars, I get a little stressed out because she cuts it closer to curbs and stuff than I would. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. I normally I've noticed if I do ride in a car, um, with with somebody else, I normally fall asleep because I pretty much drive everywhere all the time. So I don't even really know what it's like to ride in a car. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is an app on your phone that you love using and think more people should know about? I mean, everyone knows about Waze. Yeah, I mean, pretty much for the most. part. I mean, I feel like everyone that everyone at, at this point, if you you either have made your mind up if you're going to use Waze or not, right? So you're a Waze person, absolutely. No I'll, Google Maps, no Apple oh Maps. My, Davis uses sends me everything on Google Maps, and I use either Maps or not Google Maps, but like the Apple apps. Yeah, Apple Maps or Waze. And when it, something gets sent to an iPhone on Google Maps, like it just it's just like broken. It won't actually let you like save the address, like open it up. That app frustrates me. Um, 
I'm sorry. I'm taking this way too seriously. I feel like no. That's I appreciate the thought. I feel like sorry. Okay, sorry, Jeff. I got it. You're fine. Um, I just love music, so I love using the Sonos app. Oh, for like my Sonos speakers in my house. I just put some in my shop. You know, just whatever, whatever. Can you control music. all the speakers with one? Yeah, the one. Whatever, spe- like whatever music, like whatever music apps that you have on your phone. Like if you have like Apple Music or whatever it might be. Um, you know, what if, you, if there's a radio application you use, like whatever is in your Apple ID, you can like connect it to Sonos, so you can listen to whatever you would like on Sonos. Whatever you have a subscription for, you can link it all together. So, oh, okay. You know, you can pretty much listen to Apple Music if you have. The different apps you can use those. Um, if you have a sound bar, it can switch between playing, you know, TV surround. Um, it's just nice because, like, I feel like it's easy to lose remotes in the house, especially with a oh, little kid. Yeah. And my phone is my remote in my house because I don't lose my phone, so I just I just like using Sonos because whenever uh, everyone's in the house and the music and the, the TV needs to be quiet when like Bo's asleep, I can have it really really quiet. Um, it's got like night enhancement and like takes out all the loudness. Oh, um, or when no one's home and I'm cleaning the house every day for a year, <laughs> organizing the house every day for a year by myself, I can blast it at like a hundred and it's the loudest thing in the world. Oh wow. It's okay. Nice, it's common. What are you nice blasting? It'll depend. I no, I feel like, uh, more recently it's more been like, like hard rock metal, that, that sort of stuff. But like, it'll just depend. I might get a, an itch, if you will, to listen to rap or it might be country music. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I listen to all music. Okay. What do you do to make yourself feel better when you're having a crappy day? If if time allows, uh, I go for a run. That normally helps. Okay. Just get your mind off things. That's nice. Clear like, your mind. I like yeah. listening, you know, put some music on and go run. Okay. So if I can't go run, listen to music probably is what I do. All right. So this next one is a Dear Abby question where I've asked readers to submit sort of life problems anonymously that they need advice on and I'm matching them up to various drivers. Okay. I took my girlfriend to my friend's house for the first time and her phone automatically connected to his Wi-Fi. What should I do? Man, um, that's tough. I mean, it, it's a, the context in the beginning of the question was the girlfriend and, and his friend don't know each other or they may have. It sounds like I, he didn't think that they knew his each other. girlfriend would have ever had a reason to be over there before. Like it was his friend. It's his friend, not her friend. Yeah. Hmm. That's what I'm interpreting here. So he was surprised that why I mean, it just depends, right? If, if, uh, they act like they've never met each other, just see how it plays out. Right. They act, if, uh, they act like they've never met each other until then. And that's the first time you got serious problems. But if it's like, Oh, they actually end up knowing each other. You might, might be able to give her a, a chance to explain herself or see how it plays out. But, it just depends on what the next, uh, how the next step goes. Yeah, I guess you probably can't immediately call it out. You no, you need to let it. I would. Yeah, I would. I would just let it let it go for a, a little bit and see how it goes. Okay. Act like they don't know each other, then you have you have your they have the unfortunate answer. Okay. Um. So the next one is a debate type ranking, but only you can you would only know the answer to this. So these are four things that I came up with that are probably not great. They're not like the end of the world, but they're probably not great. So rank them from like most desirable to least least desirable. So I have stepping in a huge muddy puddle with brand new Air Jordans that you just got. Um, Bo gets sick and is up all night. 
you have a flat tire while leading a cup race on the last lap, or you get caught picking your nose on TV and it becomes a meme that everybody constantly uses on social media. Uh, on the bow one, how like how sick? Have to go to the hospital sick is what you no, said? No, like he's up all night, you know, oh. so it's disrupting your, like, oh, he's oh, oh. sick, but it's disrupting your sleep, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would have to say picking my nose, like, I'm pretty sure the picking my nose on TV one and becoming a meme, um, that that's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, that's hard. That's that's going to be hard to recover from. Yeah. That's not um, just one day. That's yeah. Stays with it's you. your rest of your life more than likely, unless the internet just ended tomorrow, which <laughs> is probably not going to happen. That's got to be P1. Uh, the flat tire, definitely number two. Um, Bo being awake all night, number three. And naturally, Muddy Air Jordan's. You know, brand new, brand new Jordan's getting really muddy is four because honestly, I feel like if you have the right stuff, um, unless you like scuff them or like drop them in a tub of like oil, okay, um, mud's not too bad. You can get pretty, you can get a lot of stuff out. You know, okay. you just have to take shoes apart, wash them, clean them up really good. They'll probably be all right, I especially if they're say, brand new. I thought I was gonna say because you have so many pairs that you could get well, one that muddy. Well, that too, <laughs> that too. Yeah, if you get if I get a pair dirty, I have time to uh, replace and replenish and yeah. go again. So uh, the next one, which is a wild card question. So um, maybe I'm, I've noticed this more because I, I did a story on race service last year, and I've noticed that you are using race service for your social media. And so as a result, your social media looks sort of very different or unique, I think, um, from a lot of other drivers. So that must have been, I'm assuming, I'm putting stuff together here, but I'm assuming you decided to make this investment in your social brand. So why? Why did you decide this was important to you enough for you to go do that? Yeah, I, I mean, I think it was really important. Um, me personally, I, you know, I'm I'm not. I've noticed I'm not the best at taking photos on my phone. Like, there there will be uh, periods in time where I will have, I would say, you know, a, a month could go by, and I, if I just forget to take pictures, and Alexa doesn't take any photos of anything, um, like I just won't have you know new photos on my phone, whatever. So, and I know that you know people can take better better photography and capture the moments better um that are professionals that, that know what they're doing so yeah i decided to just work with them to just take better advantage of the of the situations and uniqueness that you know is my life in the day-to-day that i'm kind of used to get it, get someone else from an outside perspective to capture that and help convey it on the social platforms i think is important because um you know the, the fans of mine or or family or whoever it might be um you know as much as it seems normal to me it, it might I think it's a good thing for someone to be capturing it and, and helping get it out there and, and see what's going on behind the scenes. So, but it also seems like you have to, I mean, don't have to, but like as part of it, you'll do like a video, right? Where you're saying this is what happened, but it, it's not only after, always after a good day, you might not oh, yeah. feel like it. Yeah, so, for sure. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, no, I definitely would find myself in the past on those really bad days. I'm just like, I'm just going to pretend this day didn't happen and move on. Yeah. But, but still people are wondering what, what happened that may miss the race or may want to hear from you on what exactly went wrong. So in your career, what is the deal that came closest to happening that ended up not working out? Okay. Yeah. When I was, um, going from chip Ganassi racing, um, and was trying to figure out what I was going to do full time the next year, there was a, a good period in time where, you know, uh, where I was talking to, to Spencer Gallagher, Maury Gallagher, um, about running the 23 car. Um, and I thought it was pretty far along and it was nothing like nothing super crazy yet by any means, but definitely conversations happening. Right. Um, and then 
it's kind of last minute out of nowhere i um i found out that you know junior motorsports was like on the table the next thing i know before i'd even really had a chance to talk to dale or anyone over there it was like a done deal it was pretty pretty wild but wow i didn't really know where i was gonna go after my part-time year at ganassi nothing was really happening and then kind of all at once um the junior motorsports stuff appeared um kind of unbeknownst to me and, and happened really rather quickly before i even knew about it it was pretty much a done deal wow super interesting okay um so the next question is who is a person that you would be starstruck by when meeting them but this comes after like a few weeks ago i just saw a photo with you and michael jordan and garth brooks so maybe i can't even imagine there's many more people <laughs> that you would get starstruck by uh if you weren't starstruck but starstruck by them I, i'd say it's lewis hamilton probably oh yeah i'd say that'd be the one yeah You've never met him, huh? Mm-mm, nope. That would be pretty cool. That would be that'd be really cool. Yeah. What would you say? I don't know. <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a good answer. Yeah, though. I would. I'd freeze probably for a minute and think about what I was going to say next. Yeah. Have that awkward pause, you know. Right. Right. What is the single most important skill a race car driver can possess? I I, I wouldn't even necessarily say it's like a skill, but it's like a trait. You know, the ability to. Um, feel like having the ability to move on and and uh forget about what happens uh, there's probably a, a more you know elaborate word to describe that you know it's just you just got to have the ability to move on from things um you can't dwell i'd say that's probably the most important because if you dwell on the past and what happened a lap before or the weekend before or the day before you know it can really affect the mindset of of yourself going into the next thing that you need to be focused on and that I feel like that gets in the way of drivers more than anything. I think it, 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 it definitely affected me when I first got first went cup racing, you know, I'd get so caught up in the fact of how I ran the week before and I'm 20th in points or 24th in points and haven't had a top 15 in three weeks or haven't had this or that, you know, um, you just gotta be able to move on from that stuff because you don't want to cloud your judgment, your thinking process, um, hmm. and just getting in that rut of running bad. You just gotta be able to move on from things rather quickly. Interesting. Okay. Very interesting. Uh, what life lessons from a young age stick with you and affect your daily decisions as an adult? <laughs> I definitely had to learn the hard way where I should and shouldn't put my hands. <laughs> I would always get them caught in things where they shouldn't go. Like a dog would bite my hand or I'd get my finger caught in like a, <laughs> I'd hit my hand, finger with a hammer or <laughs> get it stuck in a door. Yeah. Stuff like that. I used to, smash my fingers like crazy all the time when i was a kid car doors house doors oh just all sorts of things yeah wow yeah, I th- i'd say I'm that's one here, you of still them. have all of them so i still have all of them yeah that's good i one time got my foot stuck in a door and about ripped my big toe off Ooh, that was bad how does that happen it was maybe, it maybe was like um those sns haulers had the doors with like the the the, the i don't know the it was almost like it almost looked like a boat, like a, a sub, a like a boat door or something. I don't know how to explain it, but the 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 latches come out the top and the bottom, and they got these teeth on them. You know, Ooh. they're tapered to where it, it as it shuts, it really seals the door shut in the back of the hauler. And I remember fall, um, carrying a, two tires on a rainy day in flip flops, which you should never work wearing flip flops. And that's all I did all the time. Um, and uh, yeah, I slipped and fell, and I grabbed the handle, and I. When I did grab the handle, my foot was under the door, and as I oh. fell backwards, I turned the handle down oh and just gosh. drove this spear through my big toe. And about, 
I half, I cut halfway through my big toe. I, it was pretty much all but had fallen off. Oh, no how old blood were you everywhere. Uh, I think I was fourteen. Oh man, it was the last time I worked and wore sandals. Yes, there's another good. You life could follow the trail. Right of bl- and my dad was wondering where I went. All I had to do was follow the trail of blood back into the house to find me. So, oh jeez, yeah, it was it was a disaster. That sounds brutal. It was. <laughs> Um, so each week I ask a driver to give me a question for the next person. Oh no, I should have been ready for this. Well, well it's okay. You, you can have time to think cause, uh, somebody has one for you first. So this oh, is from yeah. Kyle Bush. Oh God. Um, <laughs> it's, it's very, uh, it's not nothing bad. Uh, what year do you feel was the most impactful or meaningful in your career so far and why? I would say it was my rookie season in the cup series. Okay. You know, I, um, you know, it was coming off of being an Xfinity champion um, for the second year in a row. Felt like I could just dang near do anything right. I felt, had all this confidence, uh, and it was good to have confidence for sure. Um, but I came in the Cup Series thinking that, you know, I knew it was going to be hard, but I, I really didn't appreciate how difficult it was going to be. And, of course, that first year, you know, we, like, go to we go to Phoenix, like, third race in. We go to um, California race at Fontana, right? And I think I ran like eighth or ninth. I'm like, okay, no big deal, right? We got this. Go to Phoenix and that was that breakout day where we ran like second and third, drove from the back, like literally like 38th to the front. Something like, oh yeah, I got this stuff. And then the rest of the summer, the middle of the summer was just a nightmare. It was like the worst, most painful year of my life, right? Just missed the playoffs, all these things. So that year meant a lot because it really forced me to work harder than I knew how to. I'd just become a dad also going cup racing that year. So balancing being a dad, being a cup driver, all those things, all that, that happened in the year of 2020 really shaped my future and kind of made me look at how I was doing things and improve it. Wow. Okay. That's, wow. That's a great answer. So the next interview I'm doing is with Martin Truex Jr. Uh, if you have a uh, question, I can ask him. I'll make it easy on him. Okay. Have you bought your boat yet? <laughs> I mean, it's a good question because even if he said he was about to, if it's taken him five or six years to, uh, yeah, come up with, you know, to actually make take the plunge. I mean, yeah. Have, have you, you bought it? Yet? Okay. Have you found or f- or bought the boat that you want yet? And you have to re- make you have to rewrite okay, it. No, Sorry. it's okay. That's probably a better question, right? A little bit more elaborate. Well, thank you. Thanks for uh, doing this as always. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, it wasn't the most like you know uh, elaborate final question for the next guy, but no, I mean, I feel like Martin will appreciate that. Just a <laughs> He's really a man straightforward of few question. Words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a straightforward question. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks. All right, everybody. There you have it. Tyler Reddick on the Twelve Questions podcast. I just feel like he's one of the most down to earth uh, drivers, especially somebody who has uh, you know seen some success and two-time Xfinity champion and is winning cup races and stuff. Um, he just always comes across such a normal guy. Like he's very calm when you talk to him and, um, just says things that I feel like a lot of us would say, um, except he's a race car driver doing it on the big stage. So kind of fun to, uh, to see that come out. Anyway, as you heard there, the next interview will be with Martin Truex Jr. So obviously as we record this now, he's the points leader and uh, should be good to hear from him. And of course, I say this every week, and it's almost cliche at this point, but I do really appreciate you listening. Um, I'm not just saying that. Uh, thank you for tuning into these. And I will talk to you next time on the 12 Questions Podcast.